when I work on someone, I listen to their body and I'm, I'm engaged with what they're doing. And there's some times where I realize if I'm stuck on the therapy side, the physical side of the body, then I won't actually help this person. On today's episode of TikToks, we are so honored to welcome our special guest, Dr. Jason Westland, founder of Therabody brand, also known as Theragun, a leading global tech wellness company. This is the story on how necessity became the mother of invention, the connection between tools and healing, the story of a passionate chiropractor whose life and work has always been about helping people feel their best. Dr. Jason Westland, thank you so very much for joining us in this podcast series. So going through my notes from your interviews and the overall amazing reviews on your wellness brand, my first question, since I'm a biker myself, would be the following. Do you still drive motorcycles? <laughs> <laughs> right out of the gates. Good question. Yeah. Yes, I do. I, I really, really enjoy that. Um, but I don't drive them in Los Angeles. That's that that's it's not safe. And obviously I can speak from experience. And what's funny too, for for several months after I got my bike, people would say it you can be the safest driver, but it's never you that ends up causing the problem. That's true. And so I I I experienced that. I I was being safe doing I was behind two or three other bikes mm-hmm. and it a guy just cut in front of me and I hit the side of this car. So I really love ATVs. I love, it's an adrenaline rush for me. I really like that. Um, when I'm in Utah, I'll ride a motorcycle yeah. uh, because the laws are different. So you have to treat your motorcycle like a car. You don't get to split lanes like you can in Los oh, Angeles. Oh, that I didn't know. Texas is the same way. So there's a lot of states that I feel really safe. Like I have an ATV on our property in Texas and I go out, the end of the day and just rip around the yard just to get like just sort of get my energy out you know from sitting at my laptop all day so when there's a life-altering experience such as a serious accident especially if you're a professional athlete what is the proper mindset one should have before starting using your products uh you've said for example we only have one body and we cannot cash it in or get a new one mm-hmm Wow, that's a really good question. Because I think it's one of the things that's underlying about our brand and about the way I did what I did is I realized I had to take care of myself. I couldn't, I couldn't rely on someone else to take care of me. Um, they didn't have enough time. They couldn't provide enough at that time for me with my acute injury. So I started realizing as a chiropractor, I was thinking, I know what I need but I can't expect that from someone else 24 hours a day. So if I, in my, in the state of mind that I was in, I would go to my practice, I would get treated, but he can only treat me for an hour True. at the most. And then I'm done 23 hours at the rest of the day, I'm on my own. And what am I going to do? And I knew that if I didn't do anything, it was going to get worse. I knew that. So trying to find something that I could use on myself was the driving force. And being in pain all the time, 
it never left my mind. You, you had an injury on your spine? I had, an, I, I had my neck. Uh, it oh. was a C5, C6. Oh, God. It was a 9-millimeter disc bulge. So ironically, I couldn't feel these three fingers. And if you're into meditation and you kind of understand when you make contact with your fingers like that, there's a you can sort of center yourself. Well, I was like, these were blind. They were, and they're also, as a chiropractor, they're my eyes. When I'm working on patients, and if I can't feel something with my fingers, that I was really afraid. I was scared. I was nervous that, is that going to come back? Am I going to feel my fingers? And I knew the issues that I was having, I had to take care of myself. And that's part of what we share and talk about our brand is that you only get one body. How are you going to treat it? What are you going to do with it? You know, and I think when I work with athletes, I really try to help them understand that. You know, you you can't go out and just go crazy. You have to take care of yourself. And, and um, you know, you get certain athletes that that's just not their style. They're going to Yeah, because go they're, hard. They're, they're professional athletes. Yeah. So it comes with a cost. I mean... Yeah. Uh, and that's part of what I try to help to understand. Like a lot of times... In professional sports, and I'm probably sharing a secret, but in professional sports, it's not popular to tell someone you're injured. So what do they do? How are they going to take care of that? And for a long time in my career, I would work on professional athletes at their home where no one knew what I was doing. So the guys that took care of themselves had me. They learned how to take care of themselves. They could they end up playing longer. I mean, look at Ronaldo. Like, he's... He's still amazing, but the, if you understand his routine and what he does to stay healthy, mind and body, that's those are the types of things that we're trying to share. So I think you talked about mindset. It's really back to what, what you said. You only get one body. You can't change. You can't exchange it in. You can't swap it out. You can't get a new knee and and have it be your knee. It's a new knee. It's whether it's metal. It's not going to be the same thing. So. It's just being able to take care of yourself. Life on a farm is a school of patience. I've read that your family is from Norway and you had uh, a farm where you had to work, be resourceful and improvise a lot with tools and with your hands, right? So you know the story of family farming underscores a legacy of sustainability. How or why do you think you connected the dots to where you are right now? Well, you know, it took me a while to kind of understand that, to be honest with you. In my 20s, I was working, I was installing floors. So I was doing flooring and I worked with tools. And, and when I turned 29 was when I went to chiropractic school. Oh. So when I went to chiropractic school, I thought I'd have to leave all that behind. Like I have to leave all of those talents and skills and abilities. I thought I'd have to leave that behind. So going back to school when you're older and having to take science and physics and chemistry and all those things, it was really challenging. And I, it just, for me in my mind, I thought this just means I have to leave that stuff behind. When I got injured, I, I, my brain went back to where I came from. Like, okay, what can I do? How can I fix this? What can I do? And it just kept coming to me. And I, I tell this story a lot, but, and it's interesting you ask that question, but, but I don't think... I'm pretty sure Theragun wouldn't be what it is had I not had that experience in my life. Hard work, dedication, commitment, a little bit of delusion. Um, 
and just being able to make it work. Uh, so for somebody who's not exactly aware of the ethos of your company, what would you say is the mission of TheraBody? And also I wanted to ask you, is the word itself an abbreviation for the Greek uh, word therapy of the body? Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, it is. And also, what is the TheraBody University? But talk to me first a little bit about the ethos of your company. So the the main purpose of, you know, when, when I first, um, when I was injured, and I got myself better with through therapy and doing the things that I did. I thought this tool that I had um, was in the world somewhere. I had a patient come in, and I realized the patient was in the same situation that I was in, mm-hmm. and I needed them to feel confident. I needed I needed them to be um, present with the treatments that we were doing, and a lot of times when people come to see you as a chiropractor and a therapist and doctors, they, they put all the, the responsibility on you, that you take care of me. And I realized that I, I needed this guy to experience the same thing that I had, which is he's got to take care of himself. He needs to be able to help himself. So to be able to give him the freedom to take this home and experience that, that's part of our brand still today is that you can take this home, you can have these for yourself, and you can feel this, you can treat yourself. Now, obviously, there's you have certain injuries and things like that. You have That's what medical doctors and chiropractors and physios are there for. And there are a lot of times where you need a therapist. therapist. I've got some continuing issues with my neck and shoulder that I, I love to have someone else work on those areas. Um, but to be able to take care and maintain just your everyday life, just getting through life, People, everyone has pain. That's one of the things that's universal. And how we justify it, what we think about it, how we process that, and what we what solutions we use to address those, that's where we're empowered. So to be able, to, I know people probably overuse that word nowadays, empowerment, but it's really empowering you to be confident. And the reason Therabody University came about is I wanted, I felt responsible to make sure people knew more. You know, it wasn't just use this on your neck when your neck hurts. This is like, hey, use this to sleep. Use this to relax. Use this to start a meditation. So there's a lot of things that I started understanding that I realized this needs to be put together in an organized fashion so that I can share this with people. They can go through a course. Uh, so, so this university is not just for professionals, it's no. also for patients? Yeah, okay. yeah. so we have, we have what we call 100, 200, and 300 yeah, yeah. level courses, like in, yeah, a, like in, a, in our university. In and in, university. So we have prerequisites, which is like our yeah, yeah, I know. opener's guide. Mm-hmm. And that could be taught to a yoga class, a soccer team. It could be taught to anyone. If you want to step up and take a certified course, then you get to 200 and 300 level courses. Okay. So uh, some clarification is needed from you, the source and the creator, as far as the technology and the actual use of your different products. So we have Theragun. Recovery Air and Wave Roller. So what are we talking about? What are the differences? Why and when is better to use every and each one of those? And also, are all of them to be used for post-workout recovery? <laughs> many questions, too many questions. No, 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 I love it. Um, you know, one of the things that I feel like we're missing as a brand is uh, something that, that I'm really working on right now with our different parts of our company. And that's 
helping people understand how to use these throughout the day. We were Theragun okay. until 2018. In end of 2018, beginning of 2019, my business partner and I started realizing this is bigger than Theragun. There's, there's, this is more than Theragun. And as a, as a therapist and being in that world, I realized there were a lot of things that we could bring to a, a regular person that's typically behind a doctor's wall. So I, we started talking about that, my business partner and I, and he said the same thing. He's like, I, I want to acquire some businesses and put that together as a package. So we took the name Therabody the middle to the end of 2019. Mm -hmm. And right after that, Recovery Air comes in, um, PowerDot comes in. Suddenly these made sense. You know, if it was just Theragun, it wouldn't make sense. So so you needed an umbrella name. We needed an umbrella name. And and Thera, that name, we we had such brand equity in Theragun. <laughs> We'd literally have, I would go to shows and people would literally declare, like yell out loud that they have a Theragun. I have Theragun! Like, and they wouldn't even have it on them. They would just say that. And we didn't want to lose that brand equity. So that the, the conscious choice of keeping Theragun as a product and now Therabody just tied that together. Mm -hmm. And now as it's grown as a company, it's really funny because when we first thought of that name, we thought no one's going to like that. No one will understand that. And now it's it's everywhere. So what does it do? Oh, yeah, that's what you're saying. Okay, so, so you have percussive therapy okay. with Theragun. Okay. Okay, and that's that's amplitude and frequency, which how on the distance muscles. it travels and how far it moves on and how quickly it touches your body. Mm -hmm. So you're experiencing a neuromuscular experience. It's not just muscles. Mm -hmm. It's not just nervous system. Okay. So the, the Theragun is for everyday use. We call it active treatment. You use it while you're moving. You can use it in a yoga class. You're not just sitting, stationary. Recovery air is pneumatic compression. So it's sequential mm -hmm. pneumatic compression. So when you pull the boots on or the arm, whatever it is, it starts at the distal end. So it starts at your toes and it slowly works up the leg. Vibrations. Not okay. yet. Oh, okay. It's just pneumatic compression. Okay. So as it as the air fills up, it's squeezing all of the muscle, the blood up to your lymphatic area. Oh, and then it releases. And that release causes a vacuum and it pulls blood back down in. So you have athletes, back to your question, who use pneumatic compression, recovery air, before a game because it gets the blood flowing in their body. That's very clever. So we have protocols inside of there that are professional, for professional athletes. If Ronaldo wanted a, a protocol, I could text him the protocol. It links to his machine, Bluetooth, and then he runs that protocol. That's not something that everyone in the world needs. Cause they have we have specific protocols, yeah. but pneumatic compression. That's why when people say you like a great question, you said, "Do you need both a Theragun and and Recovery Air?" Yes, because they're not doing the same thing. You're you and with Recovery Air, you're you're stationary. You can't move, so you're either on your laptop, you're on your phone. I tell people they should meditate. Take a moment, thirty minutes. You can actually meditate while you have this. Yes. One? So if you have the, the recovery boots on, the recovery air on, it takes about a minute to fill up and, and it just it releases. So you have a minute where it's just slowly feeling up. Yeah. Okay. And as you're just sitting there and it releases, you, you, you start to get into this rhythm. And so when you're meditating and you sort of meditate and mindful, I'll be on one minute, 
for one cycle, one minute, I'll focus on one thing. And I just let then it, as that let go, I let it go. There's a, there's a lot of cool practices behind that. Yeah, and what about wave roller? Is wave roller is vibration therapy. Mm-hmm. So so percussive therapy comes off the body and back on the body. So that amplitude, the distance it travels, it, it doesn't remain in contact with the body, which is what I learned early on, that why I made Theragun. Vibration therapy doesn't leave the body. So you have to move it a lot. Otherwise, your body accommodates to it. So you have glasses on, not till I said glasses or bracelet or necklace. You're not thinking about that until I say that because the nervous system's hierarchy takes that information in, puts it aside if it's not important. And when you're in pain, pain is number one. So how can we deal with pain if your body's accommodating all the time? So just to give you a no, con- that's a concept. that's what you're saying. So I had, when I first got, when I first had my injury, I... I used a vibrating table. We had a vibrating table that we would lay our patients on. And I knew the vibration would relax the body. So I I thought, that's got to help my arm and my shoulder. So I would lay on the table, and sure enough, it felt amazing. But it only lasts like 30 seconds. Then the pain would slowly sneak back. And I'm suddenly now realizing what accommodation means. I learned it in school, Mm -hmm. but I didn't realize what that meant. And that's one of the strongest, most powerful things about our nervous system. And you you talked about what's happening in the world. People get used to certain things. And that's just our body's way of accommodating. Otherwise, we'd be in shock all the time. Mm -hmm. So I learned that that doesn't work. And when I say it doesn't work, vibration didn't take the pain away for extended periods of time. So I'm using this vibration thing and I'm putting it on my body 30 seconds, 45 seconds later, I have to take it off, let my body acclimate again, and then put it on again. And that's just like, I was like, this is not, I wanted to throw the thing out the window. It's like, it's almost working, but it's not working. So I thought, what if I had something that wasn't in contact with the body all the time? Mm -hmm. So what if I had something that was more powerful than that, that like sort of hit my body? And that's where I came up with this idea of like, I'll just make something. You talked about resourcefulness a few minutes ago. That I, I pictured in my mind what that looked like, and I knew I had a tool that did that. So why would I, why would I wait for someone to bring that to me? And what, interestingly enough, as I started, as I made it and I started getting better, asking people in the business, hey, have you heard of this? Have you seen this? They didn't know what I was talking about. So I realized there's something to this, and the the thing that stands out to me about Theragun still to this day is the, 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 the hope that I had when I realized that this was taking the pain away for a long time. Like suddenly I was like, oh my God, I can, I can deal with this. Like I can, I can get through my days without, like you, you have really bad thoughts when you're in that much pain. I didn't want to have surgery. I knew that was just going to prolong the issue. I was trying to stay off of, of really strong medications because I had some family members in my that just had had bad experiences there. So that was a guardrail. I wasn't going to go that way. So I needed to find something for myself. And to be able to have that really, really inspired me to be like, okay, now I'm on a path. Like I'm getting better every day. And the reason I was getting better is because my body wasn't in pain all the time. So when your body's in pain, the body responds to that pain. Inflammation chemicals change in your body like all of that stuff so i needed to be able to be in a place where i wasn't experiencing pain so 
back to your question, vibration was where it started, but it led me to percussive therapy. But that doesn't mean vibration's bad if you use it in the right way. So we have a wave roller that we created that's a little softer than most vibrating foam rollers that Mm -hmm. you see because the goal behind foam rolling is that you shear tissue. So you put heat and pressure vibration on tissue and as it slides back and forth, there becomes like this layer between the layers and it allows that now your fascia to glide, muscles to move, skin to slide. That's a little bit different than percussive therapy. So you need a wave roller. So if I had really tight IT bands, Theragun's gonna release the tension, but you have to move and stretch. To be able to lay down and use a vibrating foam roller on that same area, now you're getting a little deeper and it's constant contact, but you have to move. If you just sit on a vibrating foam roller, it becomes ineffective. One of your partnerships has been with Tatoi Club. What do you think is so special about Tatoi and uh, what would you, let's say, advise its members when it comes to using your products? Well, first of all, um, the mentality that you have, you know, you talked about mindset. The mindset of the people coming here is the perfect mindset for, for what we provide. It's, a, it, it's, it's taking time for yourself, taking time with your family. The wellness impression that I have about this space mm-hmm. is more powerful than anywhere I've been, to be honest. It's everywhere I looked. I went around. I was so impressed with every space. I was telling them, you know, you t- I've traveled and been able to tour a lot of places. And you even- eventually find somewhere where you think, I would never use this. There's every spot in this place I thought I would use. But everyone here, in my opinion, um, is looking to get better, meaning better themselves, take away pain, take away stress. And the things that we provide as a, from TheraBody just fits right into that. It doesn't take away from anything. And that's part of what I've really, we've tried to focus on as a brand is not be in your face. You know, I tell yeah. athletes, don't post and thank me and talk about Theragun. Just have it be in the background. So to see it being implemented in certain places here in Tatao, like, am I saying that right? Tatoi. It's Tatoi. okay. Perfect. You're perfect. <laughs> Tatoi. Uh, like, it's honestly, it's a dream because I don't have to get through the, I don't have to get through the clutter. You know, when you sit down and you talk to someone, they're in a space, they're expecting you to talk about that. We, we talked about sports. Uh, so as far as sports, do you think that teams and leagues are providing, as we speak, the best recovery care and tools possible for their athletes. I mean, what about holistic fitness routines? I, I could have the most amazing tools and I could work on your shoulder, elbow, knee, whatever the problem is. And scientifically, I can make it better. I can show you on a diagnostic study, an MRI or something, that it's better. But you're, there's a mental side of that. And if I ignore the mental side of that, you're never really fully getting better. So the doctors that we work with, Nico Mihic, who's the medical director for Real Madrid, he looks at that as a holistic experience. What is this person doing when he's by himself? What are the words he's saying to himself? What does he think about when he's not, when he's not being treated? What, what is it that's helping him be in a healthy space? So it's not just, it's, it's a little bit like here. They showed me some of the suites, uh, the, some of the places that people can stay when they're here on, uh, on, yeah. the, on the campus. The, these 
these bigger clubs take a lot of time on the bedding, on the lighting, on how they actually access the room. They take away all of the anything that take that gets them into their head. So it, it the I'm proud of that actually. The fact that we work with these teams, Manchester City, Man United, like those guys the medical directors see that as a holistic experience. A lot of times in this space in that space in past years when you talk about mental stuff, it it's sort of like taboo. Like you can't or maybe a luxury. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh and it and it in it has this connotation that it needs time. Like I have to go see someone or meditate for 20 minutes or something like that. And right things are becoming more and more accessible where they can be intertwined. And when I work on patients and athletes, I tell them, I need you to go somewhere in your mind and help me heal your body. I don't if you just lay there, <laughs> yeah. you know, it doesn't help. Yeah. So that it's meditation, mindfulness, connection, that mind-body connection is really important. I want to ask you this. As a chiropractor yourself, do you think that technology will eventually replace your hands? And I'm asking you this because, you know, with any new technology, it's important for consumers to examine what this tech will do for them and how it might interfere with some important parts of their lives, blah, 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 blah. So do you see any drawbacks in recovery technology? I mean, you're a chiropractor, but then you're doing things about, you know, recovery, I mean, through technology. Yeah. Explain this to me. I mean, <laughs> well, the other day someone told me, uh, trying to remember where this was, that there are robots now that do massage massages. Yeah, in Japan. And I, I that's true. Yeah. So, and then he explained to me how they work, and I, and I thought to myself, the first thing I thought is, I, yeah, go with me here. I, when I work on someone. I listen to their body and I'm, I'm engaged with what they're doing. And there's some times where I realize if I'm stuck on the therapy side, the physical side of the body, then I won't actually help this person. And so I don't think as the world becomes more and more aware of our consciousness and the mind side of our body, I don't I think people are going to start to understand that a good chiropractor and a good massage therapist works both with your mind and your body. I have a I have a patient I tell a story all the time that had a low back pain. Mm-hmm. Kept coming in, seeing me, low back pain, low back pain and I'm like at some point I was like this isn't your low back. No. We're doing everything we can no, for your he, low back. He wanted to see you. Oh, he or she wanted to see you. And they they just needed me to take away whatever the pain was. So my question to them was, what is your biggest fear? And immediately, tears. And I'm like, that's your low back pain. A robot's not going to figure that out. No. You know? So I, for me, those are the things I feel like they're really, really powerful. And, and you have to have... And it's just like any other craft. I mean, you've, you probably have a lot of talents. And you realize at some point, you have to keep doing it. Um, and that's why I still love to treat patients. I still have to have that that connection where I, I'm listening to what's what's happening and not necessarily just the physical side of what I'm doing. Does that make sense? Of course, that's why you're so good. <laughs> what do you tell people 
when they come to you? Do they come to you for comfort? Do they come to you together with their phones, together with their, you know, what what do you do? Yeah, typically it's, it, it goes back to what I was saying, typically pain is the motivator. But, you know, there's this concept that I talk about a lot called sharpening the saw. You have to sharpen the saw. You can't keep cutting wood. And no matter how hard you work cutting wood, if your saw is not sharp, it's not going to work. So at some point you have to stop and sharpen the saw. And to be able to take time, you know, you think about emails, you bang out 50 emails in a day, right? And and you, that makes you feel accomplished. I have no more emails. But what about step away from there? What about everything else around that? Did you were you were you present when your daughter called you on the phone? Were you present when you when your mom called you? Were you present when you know your your pet like there's when you're disconnected and you're so into electronics, it's really hard to stay connected to the things that are important. So my words I tell people is you gotta you have to force yourself. At some point, I can't babysit you. I'd love to take your phone and throw it in the toilet, but I, that's not gonna work. You have to be the one that makes that choice. I think people are frantic and they and they really work hard to justify their existence. And I think if people just would accept that they are who they are and they know the truth about who they are, if they miss a text message, no big deal. If they miss an email, no big deal. Like it's not, it doesn't change who I am as a person. It doesn't change how much I love my wife. It doesn't change how much I love my sports or it doesn't change any of that. So I, I, it's, to me, it's, it's, you have to let you have to let go. You have to take charge yourself. You have to be the one that makes that choice. And you have to know the truth about yourself. If you know the truth about who you are, if you really believe the truth about who you are, all of these other things aren't going to make you better. My last question. So Hippocrates, the Greek physician and father of medicine, said... It is more important to know what sort of person has a disease than to know what sort of a disease uh, a person has. What do you think? I 100% agree. I 100% agree. What would you want to be your greatest accomplishment in life? Your children to be proud of you. Yeah, that's one for sure. But I... I would I would want um, for them to say that I was able to positively affect the human race. Thank you. Thank you.